Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, host coach, Todd Halls, and super excited to have our guest back with us today, uh, Tuan Nguyen, uh, was part of our launch series and is gracious enough to, to give more of his time uh, to be back on the show. So if you haven't checked out the, the launch series, it was episode number seven when we visited with Tuan before, go back and check that out. Uh, but uh, stay, tune in, uh, sit down, get comfortable as we uh, as we get to go deeper with Tuan. Tuan, if you would, introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Tuan Nguyen coming back live with my man, Todd, man. Uh, started off in the leadership lane. You know, definitely um, I was inspired to be a coach at that time when I was in prison. And so if you were to ask me now, Tuan, what is it that you actually do? I've jumped into leadership and branding at the same time. Because I realize now, just with being online, the way you lead and communicate online is how people will brand you. And if you're looking to build a profitable online business, leadership and branding is essential because in order for you to be recognized in the marketplace, everything rises and falls on leadership. And the way you communicate is how people will brand you at the end of the day. So I'm a leadership branding coach, helping people discover their authenticity through high ticket sales and branding conversions. Cool. Uh, so you've mentioned leadership several times and everything you know rises and falls uh, with leadership. Uh, and, and Maxwell, we're, we're both part of the Maxwell team. Maxwell says that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And I find that to be true, but what else can you add to what, what you think leadership is? You know, I mean, that's, that's the simple term of, influence right nothing more nothing less and i think for me it's just leadership is being able to guide someone it's uh it's just like even in coaching is being able to take someone from where they are to where they want to be leadership is having the ability to recognize a person's potential and then motivate them according to that uh, one thing that uh, i failed miserably at in the beginning of my leadership journey was i was a great motivator meaning that it was easy for me to motivate you into doing something. And uh, often at times uh, I would give these people these unmet expectations or these false expectations of them rising up to be something that they were never called to be. I don't know if you're feeling me with this. So one thing I say is never motivate a person outside of their potential. I, I see so many people being able to motivate a person, but never recognizing their ability and what they could be great at. So leadership to me, what makes a good leader is one that can recognize a person's ability before actually motivating them into that strength zone. 
So what tools do you use or tips could you give someone? Maybe, I lead, maybe I'm leading a company or, or, or a group, but what tips would you give someone to recognize um, our followers' abilities and, and how to call them up to that level or, or get them into that space? I would highly suggest using disc personalities as a great segue into introducing a team strengths and recognizing that we all have different personalities. Uh, you know, even the four temperaments, uh, those, those are great because until we identify that in a person, it's very hard for us to help mold them and shape them into becoming the best version of themselves, you know? Um, because it's so easy for someone to get caught up with like, Hey man, you know, if only I could do what Twan does. Well, no, 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 no. Let's focus on what you can do, you know? And so I think there's just a thin line with what you could be great at and some skill sets that you can acquire along the journey. And the main thing is that we want to be able to operate in the level of fulfillment and not frustration. You know, John speaks about that all the time. Our our number one thing as leaders is to be able to push people out of their comfort zone, but never out of their strength zones. And that is a powerful statement because when you look at it, that's what true leadership is right there. For sure. Um, so how do you, how do you get them started? Um, so we can't push them even to the into their out of the comfort zone and into the strength zone unless they're willing to be pushed. And you mentioned motivation. So how do you motivate someone? Oh, it's there's there's plenty of ways to motivate a person. So remember, when we talk about motivation, it's more of the external factor, right? Because we're we're doing this push factor. I'm, I'm pushing you to get to that next level. And a lot of people are great at motivational leadership. And so it's easy, you know, one thing that I love doing to motivate people is I love to challenge people. But how really should I motivate is number one, I need to ask questions on what are you good at? What are your strengths? You know, because when you can identify what a person is great at, what they're passionate about, then it's so much easier for you to push them in that area versus just motivating based on your assumption right? Because that can also lead to frustration there. It's, uh, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. You know, one thing that I always do when uh, I do some of these youth leadership events is I'll bring up maybe like four, four kids, right? And everybody loves volunteering. And what I'll do is uh, I'll identify each kid as an animal. Like we'll have a squirrel, we'll have a duck, we'll have an eagle, and we'll have a turtle, you know, or a rabbit, I think. And I'll ask the kids, I was like, hey, look, you know, t uh, we'll use Todd as a name. Todd here is an eagle, right? And I'll ask the children, you know, what is Todd great at? And everybody raises their hands. And they're like, well, he's good at frying. He's good at hunting. And then I'll go on to the next one. And what about Jane here? Jane here is a squirrel. What is Jane good at? And they're like, well, she's probably good at climbing trees. She's probably really fast. Oh, she probably likes chasing nuts and, and stuff like that. And then I'll ask this question. I was like, well, if you know Todd's an eagle, from a scale from one through 10, how good is he at flying? Hands raised, and you know what they say? 10 all the way. Why is that? Because that's what he's made for. And you see the big difference when you can actually identify that with the children there? And then I'll ask the, uh, you know, I love asking the squirrel question. And I was like, 
Um, what happens if you put a squirrel in a pond where he's supposed to be swimming with the ducks? Like, what is his ability there in that environment? And they were like, he's going to drown. He's going to die. And I'm like, why? Because from a scale from zero to 10, he doesn't have the ability to swim and function like a duck. And I, I love using that scenario because it's just like that in leadership. Is if you are if you can't recognize me as a squirrel and my ability to climb, then you're going to try to get me to fly or swim like a duck or an eagle. And most times I'm going to get frustrated because here I am trying to meet this expectation because I see you as a leader, but in reality, you're not recognizing my full potential. So the so the motivation that it, it really starts within within the person like it, it it's not coming from you it's coming from them you're just drawing it out is that kind of what you're getting at yep absolutely absolutely okay. so you know we can go from motivational leadership to inspirational leadership and, and let me show you the difference motivation todd is when i push you on external factors but when i move into inspirational leadership that's when i'm actually drawing something inside you I'm drawing something inside you and it's called that hidden potential. So you see the big difference? We can sit here and we can motivate people on this external factor all day long. Push, push, push. But when we get into inspirational, that's when I'm pulling, I'm pulling. Yeah. And then and then their energy uh, is the impetus that moves them forward. Right. You mentioned uh, the youth, working with youth and 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 serving them i know you also do some some things with with online uh, marketing like who do you serve oh so you know it's funny because you know when i first started this online journey you know i knew i was called into leadership and i'll be honest um sometimes things take a, a sudden turn you know and early on i realized that you know, my message when it came to leadership and personal growth, it just wasn't resonating with the audience at the time. And either I was too broad in my approach or I wasn't honed in enough to a specific target. Meaning that when you're trying to serve everybody, you end up serving nobody. And I realized that early on in the online space that, you know, you really need to be speaking to that one person. Who's that one person that you're speaking to? And then as I just kept on failing fast, failing off and failing forward, I realized that leadership is essential, but it doesn't always resonate in the marketplace if I'm seeking to maybe attract ideal clients. And, and I'm going somewhere with this. So I'm going to speak more from a kingdom place now. I know that I've been called into kingdom entrepreneurship. And the most one of the most valuable lessons I've learned is this is the world is attracted to two things, wealth and success. And I started understanding this principle where God was showing me that if you want to enter the marketplace and be recognized as a person of value, you better be successful at least in one thing. And if you don't have wealth, ask me for wisdom and let me grant you that. So I didn't have wealth in the beginning. I didn't have influence in the beginning. I just came straight out of prison. 
And so I wanted to position myself as an industry leader in the marketplace, but how do you do that? There had to be a level of confidence and communication. And so, you know, communicating in the front end really helped me understand that this has to be consistent with the same message. And then as I just kept on kind of growing in the online space, I started realizing, I was like, man, the world's attracted to wealth and success. And if I'm a kingdom entrepreneur and I'm not successful in at least one area of my life, I'm going to be very limited in my ability to influence people, right? Influence and impact without imposition is something Maz Monroe says, meaning that I can't enter the marketplace until I understand the marketplace's language, right? I know that I'm a, a, a man of God. I know where my faith stands, but the marketplace that I'm entering, does it resonate with that message? So I can't transfer the kingdom message into the marketplace until I know their language. See, that stuff wasn't taught to me coming out of prison. I just thought that, hey, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna just run with this leadership thing, and then people are gonna be attracted to me, and they're, they're gonna follow me because of this leadership journey. And I soon realized I was like, nah, it doesn't work like that sometimes, you know. Uh, but I wanted to share that with you because I, I thought that was a powerful lesson for me to really grab a hold of, of, you know, to understand the world, you have to understand what the world's attracted to. And that's a big part of knowing the market before you actually even create an offer that the market wants. You know, this is what they need. It doesn't mean that's what they want. Right. And you mentioned, um, so you mentioned the market wants, the world wants wealth and success. And oftentimes the wealth is viewed as success, uh, but you've clearly got them differentiated. So, I mean, and I think it's pretty, pretty easy to put measurables on wealth, what, what that means to be successful, but wealth and success, give me some examples of success without wealth. Uh I would have to say, you know, whatever you're good at, focus on that, meaning that if you want to be known and recognized as someone valuable in the marketplace, you're going to have to get out there. Uh, kingdom entrepreneurship for me is a very interesting place to be. It, it's it's a lot different from just being in ministry because now your marketing message totally changes. Like I can't come into the marketplace and just talk about my faith in every single post. That just doesn't resonate if I want to be successful in building an online business where I'm attracting people with my leadership, my communication, right? Uh, and so that, that was a big transition for me. I'll share this story with you on uh, Maz Monroe, one of my favorite stories where he said that, you know, he was asked to speak at a leadership conference in Malaysia. But the one condition they gave him was you can't preach about God or Jesus, and so here is a man of faith, one of the most dynamic preachers and teachers of all time, being called into a leadership conference to speak only on leadership, nothing more, nothing less. But you can't talk about Jesus. You can't talk about God. You know what he said? Give me the mic. <laughs> Give me the mic. And this is what he did. He over-delivered. And he only spoke about leadership. He only spoke about business, economics strategies, growth, teamwork. And he never mentioned one word about God and neither did he even quote a Bible scripture. And you know, after that conference, they 
invited him back. They loved what he shared. And they bought all his books afterwards. You know what's in those books? Nothing about Jesus. I mean, everything about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And I, and I listened to that story and I'm like, man, that's so powerful. Because it's not about the scriptures, you know. It's not about... It's not about none of that. It's you being able to walk into any room and be a light in the midst of darkness. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm still growing myself in this year leading into 2021 of what it means to be a kingdom entrepreneur and just really what influence is in the online space. So I... Became familiar with you call uh, kingdom entrepreneurship. Um, my, my term is marketplace ministry. Um, back in in 2013, when I when I joined uh, CBMC Christian Businessmen's Connection, um, and for myself prior to that, there was this disconnect of you know being in business and and seeking things that the world defined as as successful. But what was the point of it all? And then once I was uh, exposed to this idea of marketplace ministry and realizing that, you know, we're called into this space for, for greater things than just the, the trading of time for money. Uh, it changed everything for me and, and really opened up, opened up my heart to, to be a servant and a servant leader. And it sounds like the example you shared in specific, the, uh, he, he gave, he gave a lot of himself and, and went to serve. And even when you think about being a light in the darkness, you're there to serve those around you and they're drawn to the light because of it, allowing uh, that kingdom impact that you're seeking. Um, does that resonate? Does that line up with what you're saying? Absolutely. It does. Cool. So you've got, uh, you know, on, on Facebook, uh, it's the M21 empowerment group. Is that correct? Yes. Tell me, tell me about the name. What, what was, how was that born? Uh, this was something that was birthed with one of my business partner, April Holly. And it just really, it's, it started off as, you know, I wanted to teach people that all things are possible once you learn how to develop your leadership and communication skills. You know, um, my story started from prison. And as I honed in just investing in leadership and communication, it gave me this level of confidence. And I love using the phrase breaking barriers through leadership and communication. You know, how do we actually influence and impact the world? Well, number one, you have to lead yourself well in order for you to lead others. And then if you're building an online business, you can't lead people into a product without first finding them. So that's why I love saying find them before you lead them, and then that's where you can empower them. A lot of marketers online, even uh, a lot of people that I've run into, is everybody trying to lead people into a product without ever finding me first. And so when we find people, we connect to the heart before we can ever lead in with a product. So you can't ask for my hand until you first get to my heart, right? Connecting mm -hmm. by far the greatest attribute that anyone can have, you know? And it's a skill set that everyone can learn. And so when I first started that M21 Empowerment, it was just uh, it was just a vision of just really uh, behind a brand, behind a movement. And then from there, you know, I created that group and then I just ventured into so many different other things, you know. And that's just a perfect example of how you take imperfect action and it doesn't always go the way you want it. 
and then you start growing from it. You start evaluating from it. Then you're like, okay, well, I'm so glad that I failed fast in this area because now at least I have an experience where now my pain becomes a passport to help the next person where we love saying, hey, now I'm the perfect tour guide, Todd. I'm not just a travel agent. I've been there. I know your pain. As a matter of fact, I, I, I can help you turn that pain into pleasure because I've been there and I can help you overcome that. And then this is where I want you to be. Yeah. As you're, you're in the online space. Whether you're um, an, an online entrepreneur, what if you're a brick and mortar store? Is, is the is the process the same? Ah, brick and mortar versus online, right? Is that is that your question? Well, it is, and I, and I said and I said brick and mortar store, but let's just let's just say um, not just online businesses, but for the business world in general, is is the advice is the is the process the same? I would still, I think connecting is such a vital piece. You know, it's the number one, the number one networking question is who do you know, Todd, that I need to know? Mm -hmm. And how often do we actually ask that in our daily conversation is, hey, Todd here might not buy into my product, but am I missing the mark by not asking Todd, hey, Todd, who's it that, who do you know that I should know? And the key to connecting is understanding that there's power in proximity. Who do I need to connect with? And if we don't practice those principles, whether it's a brick and mortar or building an online business, you're going to stay not, you're going to stay in the same place. And so it's like this. If you don't know what you want, you're more than likely not going to get it. If you don't know who you want to connect with, the right connections, the best connections, they'll probably never happen. So be intentional, know what you want and know who who you want to be close to, to help facilitate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love using this, you know, always have the end in mind. We talk about this in public speaking. If I don't have the end in mind, meaning that I don't even know what the call to action is at the end, I'm going to start with no end in mind. So you always have to start with the end in mind. Vision is so paramount in leadership and even building an online business. Because if I don't have the end in mind, I don't know who I'm going to build relationships with. I don't know who I want to connect with the next day. You know, I don't know what is a qualified lead. I don't even know how to generate leads because at the end of the day, I don't know what the end in mind is. It's easy for us to build relationships without the end in mind. And how you become effective in leadership is you build relationships with the end in mind. Why are we connecting? Because at the end in mind, here it is. And if we lose focus of that, we're going to spend a lot of time. I don't want to say wasting time. We're going to spend a lot of time building relationships with no end in mind. So true. So true. So speaking of the end in mind, as you look ahead, um, what, what's, what's next for you? Uh, you know, my dream coming out of prison was a simple one, uh, was just to create, um, my first six figure online business through coaching. That was my first simple goal was I want to be successful in creating a six figure online business through coaching and leadership. 
And that's my goal for 2021. I have a few business ventures now that uh, are are going to help me scale to that level. But uh, that's what I would share with you because in order for me to get to seven figures, I have to get to six figures. I've gotten to five figures already. So, you know, five figure months, which is great. But uh, yeah, just really creating a first six figure online business through coaching and then really helping other coaches that uh, have started off like me uh, scale to that next level. Yeah, I saw a quote just uh, it was just today. Uh, it said, "Don't don't let your fifty thousand dollar year stop you from getting your fifty thousand dollar month." Right. And and I just share that because as you know, as you climb, as 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 you experience more success, um, I guess what I'm saying is don't get comfortable, right? Because because comfort kills a lot of dreams. Like, oh, th- this is good enough. Oh yeah, trust me. And if you don't have a coach, get a coach. Get get coach. Get a coach. So, Good gosh, look. Uh, um, listen, listen to this right here, Todd. As your team, as your dream and challenges escalate, the need for teamwork and accountability. I'm going to throw in a coach. Must elevate, and, and so you need people that are going to hold you accountable. You're going to need people that can call you out on certain days where you just want to quit. Or days where you're just doing the wrong thing, you're scattered, you're not focused, you got shiny object syndrome. And if you don't have someone that can call you out on those days, then you're going to be just running around like a squirrel and just completely just all over the place. And so that's why I think just in anything in life, whether it's, you know, growing a business, uh, just personal growth and development, having a coach is so paramount and not just any coach, finding the right coach. So look, if you guys are listening right now, and you're just straddling on the fence right now, maybe just kind of stuck in a rut, look into getting a coach to help you get to that next level. So you're a coach. I'm a coach. Um, people know how to get a hold of me if they're listening here. How do we find you, Twan? Uh, the best place for you to find me is on Facebook. I actually, I'm going to send you a link here. Uh, it's my bio link, which has pretty much everything on there from all my social media sites. It's real simple. Uh, so it has all my all my links in there, and I'll give that to you, Todd. So, But yeah, the base place is to find me on Facebook. Uh, it's under Impact Coach, facebook.com slash Impact Coach underscore. Uh, okay. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, so folks, if, you, if, you, if you're looking for a great coach, uh, the, the link will be in the show notes. Reach out to Twan. Um, like anything, you may you may test the waters with a coach, and it, and it, maybe there's not a connection. Um, try try another one, try another one if need be until until you find the voice that resonates with you and where you're at. Uh, the experience when you get aligned with with your coach is invaluable. So I uh, want to add that encouragement to you again. Uh, Tuan is an amazing coach. The links are in the notes. Quan, any final words you'd like to leave our listeners with as we as we close out today? You know, there was one moment when I was in prison, and uh, I was going through a little a little rut. And uh, I remember one of my prison guards. He told me, he said, "Twan, how do you get comfortable being uncomfortable?" And I said, "How do you get comfortable being uncomfortable?" It's like, is this a trick question? It sounds like a trick question here. And I was like, uh, I don't know. What's the answer there? And I'll never forget what he said there, Todd. He said, I am enough. Know that you're enough. And I don't know who needs to hear that right now, 
but I want you to know in order for you to get comfortable being uncomfortable, you have to know your self-worth. And that's going to take you so far in life because self-esteem, self-image is essential for you to grow and evolve. And so you have to know yourself to grow yourself, but you have to know your worth to understand that you're worth so much more. And so I'll leave you guys with that because that really helped me understand that, hey, you know what? I was created in God's image. And despite what I might be chasing, at the end of the day, I need to know that I'm good enough. That's a perfect place to wrap this up. Tuan, thank you so much. Uh, grateful for your time and, and yeah, just for your wisdom. I appreciate it. Uh, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, again, uh, check the show notes where you can connect with Tuan. Go back, listen to episode seven. You can see the, the launch day episode with him. Uh, we'll be back uh, with another awesome Why Not Me next week. Until then, peace to you, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.